welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Managed Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destin for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and today I want to talk specifically about the practice of the emotion code. What is it and how does it work? So there is actually a book called The Emotion Code. It was written by Dr. Bradley Nelson, who is a retired chiropractor. And through years of working with patients, clients, and trying to create physical alignment with their you know, physical structure, your bones, that's typically what chiropractors do, He was extremely in tune through his training about all the nerves and how everything is connected. And he likes to use a phrase in energetic medicine, energy work, everything can cause everything because everything is connected to everything in one way or the other. So with the emotion code, he was able to put together a beautiful chart of emotions and he breaks them down with where they're literally trapped in your body and by using it and you can google it you can google the emotion code chart and it's column a column b odd row even row one three five two four six and then you can hone in on the actual emotion that is trapped they do this by using um muscle testing. I don't know why. I just all of a sudden drew a blank on the term energy or uh, muscle testing. And so sometimes you can do muscle testing by standing very straight. Ask yourself a question that you know the answer is yes, such as my name is Jennifer. And your your whole physical body will literally move forward just a little bit. Sometimes it's a lot bit. Usually it's just a little bit. And then my husband's name is Bill. And so I could say, is my name Bill? And my body will lean back just a little bit. That's how it works. Another way to do it is um, making rings with your finger, like your middle finger and your thumb on both hands, but clasp them together to make like an interlocking set of rings. And if you ask a yes question, it's very firm. You can't pull it apart. Of course, with a whole lot of strength, yes, you can break it apart. We're not talking about that. We're talking about gentle nuances here. So gently, you can pull it apart. And if the answer is no, it'll slide right out. If the answer is yes, it holds firm. No, slides out. I actually was taught, before I learned this, on tapping into my intuition and my subconscious using a pendulum. 
And pendulums are crystals made out of all different material. I have one right now that's on my desk that I use quite a bit just because it's the one on my desk. It doesn't have any special powers. It's just the one that's here. But it's a tiger's eye stone and it's beautiful. And I saw it on the Amazon, so I bought it and I like it. I'm very good with whatever kind of crystal. As a, <clears throat> as a matter of fact, I was at a conference and I was working with a lady and we didn't have anything. And her necklace was like a clunky, <coughs> pardon me, kind of big necklace. And we were able to make it work. Like it just has to be something hanging with some weight on it. That is what I use. So if we are going to do a session together, number one, I must have your permission to connect with your subconscious. And please know, all of this work is divinely inspired by God. If you prefer, say, in the universe or, um, oh gosh, spirit, body, or even your own higher self, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. I say God because that's my belief system. This is all divinely inspired. And you can connect with your own subconscious and with permission, you can connect with someone else's. And you can literally ask the question using muscle testing, what, testing, whatever form that is, am I connected with Jennifer? Yes or no? You know, show me a yes. You practice. Show me yes. Show me no. Because you have to get comfortable with it. It just takes a little practice. So then, once you've identified that you're connected, you can use the chart and say, is there a trapped emotion keeping Jennifer from healing her allergies? I have a lot of allergies. Something's going on right now, as a matter of fact. And I can actually have trapped emotions in my body that are impacting me having allergy symptoms. It's crazy, I know, but it's true. It's totally true. If I want to focus on abundance, and abundance isn't only money, abundance is the fullness of life, the joy of it all. And for each of us, that's different. So whatever you think abundance is, do you have something holding you back? I had a client, Michelle, she actually was on the podcast a while back. Michelle said, you know... There were things that happened in my family when I was growing up, and I just wonder. I wonder if I have any trapped emotions holding me back from abundance. And lo and behold, she did, several. And we cleared them all. And you clear them by setting your intention. And we take a deep breath in, and then we exhale. And when we exhale, we clear that trapped emotion. I know it sounds airy, fairy, touchy feely, but people, believe me, it works. We released several emotions for her and she reached back later and she brought in $100,000 into her business that was not planned for or expected. She journaled about what her visualization, which is coming up on our next episode, she was visualizing what it would look like and what she wanted. And she literally got calls out of the clear blue. So, what causes an emotion to be trapped? Like, I think I had a really good life. I had a good childhood. I had parents that loved me. But guess what? 
We were born imperfect people to an imperfect world to imperfect parents. Things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. Even with the best intentions, things are going to happen. When things happen and we are not able to process the emotion fully, to feel it, to acknowledge it, to let it go, it becomes trapped. And when that emotion becomes trapped, it creates blocks, energy blocks in your system, both physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Everything is hit. An event could be huge, huge event, but you were able to process your emotions and it didn't trap any. You also could have something pretty benign and think, wait, what? Like, I have trapped emotions around that? You have a trapped emotion because you weren't able to process it fully. And that's what happens. The phone rings. The children run in. The dog barks. Whatever it is that keeps you from processing that emotion fully. And then it's trapped in your body. I had a client recently and she was interested in finding a healthy romantic relationship. And in our work together, she had three trapped emotions that were literally identified as being trapped on her heart. Well, if you have emotions trapped on your heart, that's going to impact how open and available you are to seeing the possibilities of a relationship in front of you. So we cleared those. I cannot wait to reach back out to her and find out how she's doing after that. It was amazing. The super fun thing about this work that I just love is that you don't have to remember the event. You don't have to relive the event. And you do not have to be re-traumatized in order to release the trapped emotions surrounding the event. And when we do this work, I often like to ask at what age was this emotion trapped because that can be helpful. Sometimes the client remembers right away. Sometimes they don't. You never really know. Sometimes it shows up two or three days later. So, once upon a time, I got married, not to my current husband, but to a guy that I knew in high school, and we dated off and on all through college, and in actuality, I think we both got married just because it was time, right? I was 24 years old, he was 25, and, you know, you're supposed to get married, get on with your life at that time, and it was a colossal disaster, let me just tell you. But after we split up, I went and met with the preacher, And I said, you know, my friends are giving me a hard time because I go on one or two dates and I'm like, he did not thrill me to death. I'm not going again. Like I would go to lunch. I would go to dinner. If you didn't thrill me to death, I was not going to play. Like I just was done. And I'm telling the preacher this and he had known my former husband and knew me. I still went to the church and he said, well, There's a thing called the healing of memories. And you sit in a quiet place and you think back to the first time that you can remember that he hurt your feelings. 
And you think about that event until you start feeling it, until emotion just starts bubbling. And then you pray that God will take the emotion away. Then you remember the event without the emotion. And if you remember an event with no emotion tied to it, then you're not traumatized, you're not hurt, you're not upset. You just, oh, wait, this happened. This event happened. Well, my next question was, how many times do I have to do this? He started laughing and he goes, well, if you're sincere, once. Well, I think I did make great headway with that practice. And I think it was very helpful. But now I know better. I don't have to feel those emotions and let them bubble up. I don't have to think about that. I can just ask myself the question, do I have any trapped emotions surrounding my relationship with my ex-husband? I'm going to say, spoiler alert, I have not done this particular work on myself. But now that it came up in this podcast, I guess I'm going to. I'm sure I do. I'm sure I processed as best I could. But there are probably still trapped emotions there that are impacting me and impacting my decisions. And the time that I have been doing this work, I will tell you, I look at people and things a little bit differently. I have a little bit more room for compassion and a little bit more room for gentleness. And again, the super fun news is you don't have to relive the trauma. I I know a woman who is like, would you please work with my husband? He doesn't want to go have any kind of um, psychological counseling for his very horrendous upbringing because he doesn't want to talk about it because he doesn't think anybody else ever went through what he went through, which is true. There can be similarities, but It's not going to be identical. And she said, I think he might be interested in working with you if you don't make him talk about what happened. Well, no, I am not a licensed psychologist. I am not going to make anybody talk about anything that I don't want to talk about. I had a session the other day and I said, you know, the trapped emotion is this. It happened at about this age. Does that resonate with you? And she went, "Uh uh-huh. She chose not to tell me what happened. And guess what? It doesn't matter. She didn't need to. She didn't have to. So to me, that is one of the biggest blessings of this work is it can happen quickly and easily and you don't have to relive the trauma. Like that's like a trifecta. If you want to book a call, if you want to see if this could possibly help you, I know you're on your phone, but in the show notes, which are also on your phone, go down and click the link to book a discovery call. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.